0: Hey, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Sober Podcast.
1: Thanks for stopping by.
0: Hello and welcome to the 315th episode of the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Sandy, did you watch the Super Bowl tonight?
1: This was the first Super Bowl. I felt like I watched from the very first snap to the final sort of uh, kneel down in years.
0: Really, really. Yeah. What? You, how, are you? Do you usually like? Is it because you're at like a Super Bowl party where there's always distractions, or is it because you know you just happen to miss the beginning or you you cut out at the end?
1: Um. Well, I don't like going to Super Bowl parties. Especially because a lot of my friends that host Super Bowl parties tend to know a lot of people. And so there's usually like 50 or some odd people there. And I don't want to spend yeah. the time at a Super Bowl party getting to know new people. I just want to like watch it with friends. Uh, and like eating is a big part of it. But I also, I don't know, I like get weird. Sometimes I want to pay attention to commercials. But if the game is on, I definitely want to be able to hear the calls. This year, yeah. obviously we didn't go anywhere so carol and i we were just staying at home and we were both on our phones for most of it you know uh but it was it was good we uh we just watched it on uh, on youtube tv so thanks for that uh and it wasn't as yep. exciting as i thought it was to be
0: yeah no i i seem to never be able to predict the super bowls properly not even in terms of like who's gonna win but just what I think the matchup is actually going to be like. So I thought it was going to be a little bit more of an exciting game. And I mean, at least in term, in term like coming from the standpoint that I don't actually care who wins that bad. And so I thought it was going to be a much more of a competitive and closer game. And it just was not.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it started slow. Uh, I didn't real. I, re- I remember catching, some of the pregame commentary. Cause I just, I had done a, a Peloton ride right before it and I was in the shower. And then as I was sort of getting ready, I heard that the, uh, the offensive lineman on the chief side, Eric Fisher, uh, was out for the game. Uh, and I was like, Oh, that's, that's kind of interesting because if that's, that's what like one of their tackles. And I think Eric Fisher is like the tackle, uh, for them. I think he's the best offensive lineman they have on their O-line. And then you sort of saw I what happened it. after today. Where once he was placed on... Uh, I think he was placed on injured reserve. I'm not sure. Uh, but I also know that him... Uh, I think this other guy, Mitchell Schwartz, was there. Uh, and you could see that two of the O-linemen not being there. And some people, who uh, whoever they got to replace him... I mean, Mahomes was running for his life all game.
0: Yeah, he was. He really was. So I didn't realize that because I was literally just commenting to my sister in law that the O line for the Chiefs looked absolutely terrible every single time Mahomes like every time there was a third and and remotely long. You know, Mahomes would at least want you. You would think, as a quarterback, like, "Hey, let me get the ball, let me get the snap, and at least just have a second to look down the field, right? Let me just get a second to see how this is developing." And every single time he would get the ball, he would just have to be sprinting out of the pocket because the pocket's already collapsing on him. And it's like he just got the ball. How's this happening? Yeah, that yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That's really unfortunate.
1: So it uh, it's tough because you were kind of excited coming into this. To see, like, this high-flying offensive, like, just, like, two juggernauts going at it. Like, just... You you remember that game when it was, like, the Chiefs versus the Rams on Monday night, like, three years ago? Where it was, yep. like, 51-48? to 48? Like, yeah. that was the kind of game I thought that we were going to get. Right. Um, but, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, some of the commercials were pretty good this year. I don't know how much you were paying attention to the commercials.
0: I saw... I- I didn't see. I saw. I saw enough of them. Um, Yeah, I saw enough of them. I agree. Uh, I agree. Yeah, that
1: that uh, that stood out to you.
0: I think perhaps one of my favorite ones might have been the Cheeto commercial with Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis. Oh yeah,
1: and and Shaggy.
0: Yeah, 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 and Shaggy. Yeah, yeah. I forgot. I forgot. I I forgot about the Shaggy part. Yeah, it wasn't me. Um, (laughs) I thought that one was pretty good. Uh, Paramount. Paramount Plus seems to really be going all out. Not that I'm saying I enjoy their commercials, but they're really going all out. And I had to do a little bit of a um, a hunt on Reddit to to understand. I was like, wait, what happened to CBS All Access? Um, and it, apparently, they've they're rebranding as Paramount Plus in the aftermath of their 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 completed merger with Viacom. I'm not. I still don't understand why oh, wow. they're calling it Paramount Plus now. Like, not. Nah not something related to CBS or Viacom. Maybe Paramount's just a better name that people know and appreciate more.
1: Yeah, maybe someone internally was like, I like the alliteration, and I like just fought it all the way up. I like, you know what? I don't care what we're doing. We're calling it Paramount+. Plus. And I was like, well, yeah, yeah. He goes, I don't care. Pull everything that isn't uh, Paramount+. Plus. And I was like, ah, oh, fine.
0: I, I, I really like this reenactment. Um, it... <laughs> It may have That's not exactly at all happened. Now. It may have had nothing to do with that at all. But I'm, we're going to go with it. We're we're sticking with that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What about you? What stuck with you? Don't say the Reddit commercial.
1: The Reddit commercial. Oh my gosh! I saw that on screen. I was like, "Am I? Am am, am I? Am I dreaming? Is that real?" Uh. I really like the uh, Drake from State Farm. Oh, commercial. that was a, that
0: was a great one. I forgot about that.
1: That was really good. Um, I also... Uh, there was the one that was the Olympic commercial that got, like, Carol yeah. and I were both really emotional. Yeah. Uh, we were like, holy shit, are we going to cry in a commercial this year? Um, I liked the... I think it was the Anheuser-Busch one where it was the uh, Let's Grab a Beer commercial. Uh, it was the black and white one where they were basically just saying that, like, you know, the phrase Let's Grab a Beer just... It, we're hoping to get back to a world where we can just grab a beer with somebody, even though neither of us drink. Just this idea of like, yeah. hey, it's such a such a common phrase in our culture to be like, hey, I'm gonna go out and grab a beer. Yeah, um, yep. I really like that one. I like the Bruce Springsteen one about the reunited states of America. Um, I don't really know who that's playing to. You know, I don't think there's like a, a, a large percentage of America that's like, Oh, if only we could get along. You know. <laughs> um, <laughs> It feels like a very zero-sum sort of society we live in right now. Anyways, what else? Um, yeah, the Cheeto one was good. Uh, the Amazon Echo one with Michael B. Jordan was hilarious. I didn't see that one. Uh,
0: there there are a couple of these that I definitely missed that you've described. Uh, I did not see a Michael yeah. B. Jordan commercial. Oh, I like the Edward Scissor's Hand ones with... Uh, I was Tim- literally Tim- just yeah, going to okay. say... Timothy Chalamet yeah, uh, and uh, yeah, Winona.
1: Winona Ryder. What is that? The, the GMC... Uh, yeah. spark. Or yeah, something like that. Um, that car looked nice. I'm not gonna lie to you. That car looked nice. It was a
0: Cadillac, right? I think it was a Cadillac. Oh, Cadillac. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. What's crazy about that is they said that they're gonna have 30 EV cars. So if really? you're gonna continue to invest, plug in. You know, plug yeah. is a good one to to keep pushing in. Yeah, There's,
0: dude. I, sure got in it, like... I got in What'd it. I got in it. Plug at at 20. And they're at eighty. What's it at? The, now? I think it's around eighty. Let me let me let me quickly look. How would, you better you better keep. No, I don't have very much in. I, they're at sixty-five. They're at sixty-five. Sorry, it's not eighty. Not quite mm-hmm. eighty. They were at seventy uh, five days ago. No, not even five days ago on on, on Thursday. Yeah. Um, Can't yeah. make a
1: mistake in, in a bull market like this. <laughs> it seems.
0: Unless you bought in a unless you bought in a GameStop at oh, uh, at, at four hundred nah, don't do it. I know, we weren't don't gonna talk it. about that. <laughs> no, but it's it's just really funny. <laughs> it's just really it's just really funny the the idea of people the idea that people put in like massive amounts of money at like three hundred and something dollars per share. And and we're you're what we're lucky if we're pushing seventy now. I think we're I think it's sixty five ish now. I say I say all yeah. this as somebody who never sold, so
1: right. What's also crazy is you'll see like game porn from people who like sold. They're like, yeah. oh, I got in at 40, I sold at 400. Right. And like, you know, you see yeah. these massive like game porn graphs. And then I love the comments like, oh, so you're the person I bought my $400 a yes. share from. Yes,
0: exactly. Yeah. 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 Where were, um, you, pe- <laughs> where were you people when everyone was talking about Diamond Hands? They were like, yeah, these people are idiots. Let me just sell
1: them. Yeah, right? My God. My God. Um, What I'm actually doing is uh, I'm reading up on more uh, Kathy Wood uh, ARC ETFs. Oh, yeah. Just trying to figure out, like, you know.
0: Just mirroring the the Kathy Wood plays now.
1: Well, I don't know if I'm just going to either mirror it You're not mirroring it, but
0: you're doing your your due diligence on a. uh, Yeah. 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 That makes sense. I'm also just
1: trying to figure out, because, like, Carol and I, we have, like, these financial goals that aren't really crazy at all. Like, we're, we're, we're doing really well in terms of, like, the, uh, the what's it called? Um, like, the timing of things. Uh, and so I'm just trying to figure out, like, the best way to, to play everything in a way that just reduces risk as much as possible, you know? Yeah. So, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, so far, we're doing really well.
0: Yeah, did, this uh this you, year uh, has did been you nuts.
1: did you eat? Yeah, yeah.
0: What were you about to ask?
1: No, I'm just gonna, I was just going to go back to the circle and just see, like, did you guys uh do anything for the uh, for the occasion, or did uh, you? Uh... Uh,
0: so Lena made um, she made uh just like appetizer style food. So she made a, a um, a a beef cheese dip from scratch, like a like a salsa con mm. queso type of deal. Um, that was really good, and then like you know, cut up some veggies and such. Um, that was mostly it. Uh, yeah, nothing crazy. I thought about making pizzas, but I didn't do it. I thought about it like the other day, and then decided that maybe it's better to do it this week. So that's that's why I opted to not do it today. What about you?
1: Yeah, we uh, we ordered a. I ordered a pizza at like maybe two thirty. I'm gonna and laugh if you told me you bought like
0: pi- a if you got like a Papa John's pizza or something. I'll I'll, I'll just crack. Yeah, it. right.
1: No, we got it from a from a pizzeria uh, like 20 blocks away that we really like. We basically got a plain cheese pizza. Carolyn really likes the uh, like the it's almost like the thicker doughier crust. Um, okay. And we got some garlic knots, and we we ate a, on the later side. We we ate it at around I'm gonna say like three o'clock. So we didn't really eat dinner tonight. Uh, during the game, okay. uh, I will, I ate like a I ate a bag of pistachios. I ate the whole bag. <laughs> um, I, ate, I ate a bag of pistachios and like half a. I basically drank a liter of diet coke tonight. Um, I know just, I'm, you I'm just wilding like out
0: angrily, crunching at, at Tom Brady winning his seventh yeah. Super Bowl. Just
1: yeah. I, like, flew through the first, like, 90% of shells, and then, like, the, you know how there's always, like, those 10% where, like, while you're eating them, you're like, oh, I can't crack this open, you just, like, throw it back in the pile, and then you just keep, like, plugging away at the edges, like, oh, maybe I could open this one, maybe I could open that one, your fingers start to bleed, and then I felt like a freaking, like, chimpanzee, like, learning how to use, like, sticks and stuff, because I was like, oh, what if I use one of these discarded pistachio shells, I jam it into one that I can't open, and then I, like, force it open. I felt like, you know, that was an evolutionary moment for humanity. I was like, oh, I've never thought about doing it this way before. <laughs>
0: brilliant. Absolutely brilliant.
1: Yeah, so we didn't, I was thinking about making food yesterday. I was like, oh, maybe we'll make a pizza. Or maybe we'll make chicken wings. Or yeah, maybe yeah. I'll make a like, a, like a nacho spread or something. But I was like, you know what? It's going to cost way more for me to, like, buy all the ingredients and make it. That's one thing. Two, it's only the two of us. Three, I know that if I make a ton of food, I'm going to feel compelled to eat a ton of food. And so thankfully, I I mean, I'm not saying that eating a bag of pistachios is healthy, but it's certainly better than like, oh, you know, we got french fries. We made chicken wings. We got pizza, you know, all this stuff. So all in all, you know, we, her and I, we both ate two slices and some garlic knots for lunch and we'll probably just eat it for dinner tomorrow.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. Um what is your preferred type of pizza? Like do you is is cheese your favorite style? Like if you were if you were ordering a pizza for yourself, is that what you would get? Or oh. do you normally do toppings?
1: No, I usually do toppings. Um I also use uh my favorite pizza style is the Neapolitan style pizza. Oh, okay. so super thin. Yeah. yeah, the Italian like uh, yeah, you know, 900 degree oven for 2 minutes. Yeah, it's uh, tomato basil. There. Yeah, just tomato basil moz, um, fresh mozzarella. Uh super simple. He cut it into four quarters and I eat that in like 30 seconds. That's like my favorite pizza. I think I would eat that pizza for the rest of my life.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I uh I I like I like all types of pizza. <laughs> I am not no, su- sure. I'm not super familiar with like the deep dish, like the the proper Chicago style deep dish pizza. i do not if i I don't know if I've ever had a proper Chicago style deep dish pizza. So it's definitely something I that, that's that because I need to try at some point.
1: You need to. I think that's because you need to be more uh, knowledgeable about casseroles and lasagnas. <laughs>
0: I just I – mean, I, I know that some people are super against it. Like they just – it's just not their style. Yeah. Um, it's not pizza. Yeah, it's not, their, it's not pizza. Um, but pizza, making a pizza is actually something that I really do like doing. Um, you know, just doing the dough, doing the dough from scratch, uh, making the sauce from scratch. Although I haven't done the sauce from scratch lately just because – I'm lazy I guess or <laughs> lazy I just don't plan don't plan for it it could it could do the style like you know some people take the uh, the San Marzano uh tomatoes and they literally just use a uh uh just blend it up just a touch and use that as the as the base I I like to cook my sauce and I just haven't done it for a bit because I I do it for a while like I just let it I just let it simmer on the stove for a few hours and I'm just I just haven't done it in in a bit but I've been getting I've been getting better which is which is always good but it's uh it's a bit time consuming too. The one thing is that Lena has a uh KitchenAid a KitchenAid blender and I ha- and I didn't know that she had a one of those like kneading um attachments for for, it, for like you know kneading the dough. And so that would make that process of just kneading the dough way easier and simpler. So I'm excited to go back home and try making one there because I will not have to sit there and pound it out on this table for, you know, 15 minutes or whatever.
1: That's, yeah. I uh, I would love to make pizza at home. I don't know how long it, t- I mean, you, obviously you've done it before. So how long does it take? Like if it's like one o'clock in the afternoon and yeah. you want to make pizza for dinner and you're t- I'm talking like you want to make the dough from scratch. Like how long does it take for that to go down?
0: Yeah, see that's the problem with it, and why like it's it's so especially in recent in recent um, months, I guess for for me, the way I used to was kind of using an old like uh, I don't know if it was a Binging with Babbage video that inspired me to make it the original time the first time, and I think I just kind of modified a, a recipe that I found online. But I would normally prepare it overnight, and so that I would I would basically just do the uh, the dough prep and then let it sit overnight, and then the next day at like, let's say 4 p.m., I would start working with it and and make it. But that did, that doesn't actually allow for like the gluten formation for the dough to get actually sticky and such. So those pizzas, while they tasted good, the, the, uh, the crust on them ends up being far thicker and uh, not as thin. And so what I started doing is at about 1 p.m., I would take the uh i would start i would start with the dough and that's like you know um you mix the ingredients and then you really start and you i think at that point yeah you really start kneading it at that point and so i think that you want to let it sit for a few hours after that stage and i think the more recent babish video where he talked about making pizza uh make, making pizzas from scratch his process like you know if you really want to make it it's, it it's got to be like you know you probably would want like I don't know, a good eight hours between when you first start working with your dough to when you start, when you actually finish. So let, let's say you were doing this on like a Tuesday and you're working. Like if you could take a little bit of time out of your day from time to time and work on it, it's it, it'd be great. Um, it's not, you know, it's not like you're committing all your time in any given stage to preparing the pizza. And, and overall, the, the amount of time that's required at each stage isn't like a terribly, um, you know, demanding amount of time. But really, it's just the fact that you have to kind of be diligent about getting to it and then going back to whatever you're doing then coming back to it a few hours later to, you know, take it out the fridge or, or whatever it is that you're doing. Um, but overall, like I've been able to get away with skipping a couple like the more intermediate steps, like the like the proofing stages and do it. I think I think starting at like one even I think I've started at least 2 p.m. and been able to like have the first pizza out of the oven by like 6 p.m. And a large portion of that time is actually just kind of letting it sit and rise. So. Oh wow. Okay.
1: So, but I definitely need yeast. I mean, it, that's yeah, not basic, yeah, yeah, I yeah, 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 wow. yeah. So
0: the first, so like you, you what you need. So for the dough itself, all you really need is uh, a pack of yeast. Um, a you need some flour, a little bit of water. And uh, just a little bit of sugar. Um, you could also use salt too, uh, salt and and I, oh olive oil. So six ingredients, and then you have to knead it, and and like that's the part that will take a lot of time. You know, just kind of like smashing it out on the table, rolling it out, making sure it gets you know, mad thin. Uh, I guess the, the the literal gluten development stage of it. And then once you're done with that, the dough will really rise. It's kind of crazy how small it'll be—not small, but like relatively small it'll be sitting in the bowl. You just kind of cover it with uh, with some cling film or something. Leave it for a few hours, and then come back to it, and you'll see like the the dough will just like expand. I don't know, two and a half, three times its size. And from there, like that's what I was saying. I skip that the, the the proofing stage. I'll pretty much I'm ready to work with it at that point. I've actually never tried the proofing stage. Because I just didn't start early enough and it seems to taste just fine comes out just as good or comes comes out tasting good I can't say just as good because I haven't tried it yet so um but yeah I would I would definitely do it it's it's definitely it's definitely fun and it's one of those things that like I've been doing enough over the last few few years that I've started to figure out the things that make you know different things that I can do to improve to improve the pizza you know
1: yeah okay i i definitely want to be making more pizzas i like just like you know um i love eating pizza yeah same i feel like what i want well i need a pizza stone it seems as well Yeah. Um, yeah yep i know where to i know where to get yeast so that's not an issue i just gotta like devote time to it and the one thing i'm not good at with like cooking i'm generally okay with i think i'm still learning to be a little bit more detail oriented in certain things um but what i don't do well is like anything that requires flour seems like chemistry to me which it is and i think there's just a natural like maybe maybe not aversion or apprehension just like a general anxiety when it comes to dealing with flour and yeast and waiting for things to rise and like rolling things out i just i don't feel like i have a strong command of of that sort of like you know ingredient i'll say
0: yeah i think i i want to say one of the reasons why i've started feeling more comfortable with that stuff as ridiculous as it may sound is listening to bill burr talking about his pie crusts or his pie uh, making um uh like hobby i guess you would call it for during like around i like think the holiday times and there was a few years ago when he made a a video on how he made pie crust and so at some point i decided hey you know what i'm gonna try to make a pie and use largely his technique or at least his video as an inspiration and it came out tasting pretty good and like that was kind of one of my more uh one of my earlier experiences working with like you know getting your hands into the dough or the crust of something like that and pizza the pizza dough is large is highly different than than like a you know a pie dough you're still kind of you know your hands are in it mushing things around and such it's annoying because (laughs) it's annoying every time you have to like look at your phone for like reference when you're when you're like in the middle of working with all this like flour and sticky stuff you have to wash your hands and wash it like really well to get all these things off your fingers so that you can get, you know, open up your phone for like two seconds to look at something. But other than that, it's good.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, when I when I get more serious about it, I'll, uh, I'll definitely reach out and, and get some pro tips from you. In the press, I've just bought uh, I've just bought like uh, the, the pizza dough yeah, I just yeah. like try to make it there but at a certain point too like I feel like I have so much flour that I, I should be trying to make more pizza dough uh from scratch I just I mean just getting geese won't be too big a deal uh, I think I'm just really lazy there's so many pizzerias around I me mean, like if I want a pizza I'll just order a pie the box right. comes I'll like heat it up in the oven if I need to and you know, I'm just sort of set, as opposed to all right. Let me get the flour out, the yeast out. I gotta plan yeah. this in and, and yeah, you know, yeah, all that
0: stuff. So yeah, why I mean, go through a yeah? I mean, yeah, especially considering you live in New York City. How many options do you have? Just you know, within like a, a one mile radius of you, it's it's you know, the pizza the pizza overall that you can get outside your own place is probably going to be well, maybe I don't know about better, but it's it might it's it will will say probably better than what you'll make at home and with a lot less with a lot less effort so i definitely sympathize with you on that one (laughs)
1: yeah so um what else uh are you uh so what's it looking like for you down in florida right now do you have a I know we talked, I think we talked about this in the past, but what's the, uh, what's, what's the, what's the outlook right now looking for you in Florida? How much longer do you think you'll be down there?
0: Probably just like another couple of weeks now, I think. We haven't talked about it recently, but, um, we do have, we do have to be back, um, before the end of the month. So I think, I think it's got to be two weeks from now. Just looking at the calendar. Um, yeah, I think, I think that's when it's going to be, but I will, uh, I'll let you know probably I guess offline because I don't have the exact answer for sure today. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be a bit dry. Okay. Like today was today was a nice day. Today was uh seventy five ish and I know it was snowing up there. So that's you know, that's one definitely gonna be one thing that we're gonna miss. The only I guess, you know, people people probably still wouldn't like to hear it, but we we lost power here. And so it started getting a bit hot. So, and, um, you know, with Gordon, just like he's, he's kind of in this whining stage where if he doesn't get what he wants in about a, a second, he starts he starts fussing, starts whining, and he's always hungry. Like this kid eats so much. So he's often whining for food or he was whining because he, wa- he sees somebody like, you know, letting the dog out. So he thinks they're going for a walk. So he starts whining because he wants to go out too for a walk. So I took him out for a bit. We were just kind of walking around the neighborhood and everything. But, you know, because, because there's no heat here, was we were already hot. We're walking outside now. It's even hotter. Um, That was, you know, overall a little bit uncomfortable. But for the most part, it's, you know, it's like 70-something degrees. It's not It's not crazy hot. And, again, it's not snowing. My dad was literally shoveling his driveway today. So I'm not complaining about it. Hmm. I'm not complaining about it. <laughs> But I was a little uncomfortable today. That's all.
1: That's uh. I mean, it's <laughs> nice that you've been able to ride out the uh, the winter. So yeah. warmer, if you can, you should. I mean, I I once took a vacation to Australia when it, there was like a polar vortex here, and it was like, I mean, I sort of. It was like the opposite extreme because when we were in Australia, they were going through like the hottest heat wave on record where like the ground temperature was 124 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, so maybe not that hot, but I mean, no one's going to fault you for for essentially being the youngest snowbird probably around there, you know? Yeah. Do you think you'll ever do that? Like uh, live... Maybe this is a. I don't know if you'll be able to answer this, but in the future, I know there's like a lot of people who are like retirees that spend half their time, you know, above in a certain area and then half the year below yeah. a certain area. And do you think that's ever going to be something you're, you're interested in doing?
0: Maybe. I I think yeah, I think it depends on the circumstances. The, like I I I definitely like the idea of being able to escape to escape the 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 bad temperatures that, that like, you know, that I would want to avoid. But one of the things that I like about one of the things I like about living you know, anywhere north of, of I guess Florida or Texas, you know, southern Texas or, or things like that, I do like to experience the changing of the seasons. Just if if for nothing less, to just have a visual representation or reminder of the passing of time day to day. I've never lived anywhere, well, not as an adult at least, where there were hardly any seasons. So it's difficult for me to like know for sure that things become a bit bland in that sense of wow. Like how much times is it? it's February, but it's like seventy some degrees outside, and oh, it's you know July all of a sudden, and it's like eighty degrees outside. Like I, I don't know. I'm there's some to me it, it, the way I feel at least. I feel like I like the idea of being able to observe that now with that said if you know if you had the option you know when it gets to like say November or December like hey you know what time to go I- I'm already fed up with the cold time to go somewhere where it's nice and warm for a few months it would definitely be nice. I think that this might happen more in like retirement age maybe if Gordon is uh, you know becoming a father at that time it's so, like, okay, you know, we'll, um, we will, you know, maybe Lane and I are based in Florida or we're based somewhere where it's nice and warm. And, you know, kind of like what Lane's mom does she's down here throughout the winters, but then hanging with us in the summers when it's warmer up north. Maybe that's something like what we'll do. But I'm not sure that I would do it like, I'm not sure I would do it anytime within the next like 15, 20 years. Casual. Gotcha. What about you?
1: Um, I also like the changing of the seasons, but I also wouldn't mind retiring to a place where it was like perennially, like 70 or 80 degrees. So I'd always be in shorts. Like I'm not going to complain about that either. I don't think.
0: Yeah. I bet you wanted to retire to like San Diego. You, you can, you can go see uh, that you, you could, you, you know, of course, since the, the teams moved, you would have been able to go see your, your Chargers play like eight times a year. And uh, now that's out the window. Now you got to go to LA.
1: Oh my God! I'd, I'd still go to San, San Diego. I was just talking about this with my friends. Uh, in priority order of places I like, it would be San Diego, San Francisco, L.A. But even having gone back to San Diego recently, it's just like you got to be—you got to have a quite a bit of money. It seems to really enjoy that place. But I don't, you know, I don't really know where I would retire. Maybe maybe Texas could be a cool place because like your money goes far. It goes so far. Um, yeah, without any income tax. Yeah, uh, but Florida doesn't have income tax neither. So, no, Yeah, you know, maybe that's something that we gotta start thinking about. You know, just just going to a place where you, there's no income tax, which is probably your greatest source of like uh, sort of inflow. Yeah,
0: yeah. I except don't know. for, i yeah. about it. I did. Th- I have been thinking about that. You know, especially in in my uh, you know my time of looking for jobs now and thinking about you know where taxes hit you hard, where where taxes hit you hardest, where you know, you could live, and you know, of course, in in my field, you know, op- openings or positions in San Francisco and San Diego are there. You know, there, there's plenty of opportunities there, but their salary increase doesn't come with nearly like the, the the salary difference between a position there and a position in let's say you know Philadelphia. It there is a difference, but it doesn't necessarily make up for the fact that the home's there. Like if you wanted a, a single family home, you know, let's say twenty five hundred square feet you're talking about like a million dollars doesn't the the salary the salary i'm getting that would be would be getting there doesn't quite cover that so um (laughs) it's it would be it would it would definitely be a tough move and i think that i think that that's one of the appeals of of moving to a place like that especially more towards like a retirement age is you don't really need very much space whether you're looking for like an apartment or or a condo or just like overall a small home cuz you don't have to put up a bunch of kids in that house too it would uh that's yeah. that's when the the thought of that becomes not just realistic but a lot more desirable too
1: yeah oh well well, we'll uh, we'll see where uh, we'll see where life takes us and where we end up sort of putting down some some real uh some real real estate roots huh
0: yeah yeah for sure
1: all right cool should we get out of here
0: yeah yeah sounds good all right. all right cool well i'm reza
1: i'm sandy thanks so much for listening we still live in a world where brady is a super bowl champion <laughs> see you guys next week